An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to talk about how to make your content stand out when everyone is using AI. It's kind of crazy to think about the amount of people that are producing content, whether you're using tools like Midjourney or ChatGPT, it doesn't matter. Everyone is creating content for any type of platform out there, whether it's social or whether it's text-based content, it's getting endless. Or even songs. Look at the mix-up with AI using, what was it, The Weeknd and Drake, right? AI ended up creating a song for both those artists together, although they didn't technically do it, more so the AI fictionally made it and it went viral on TikTok, but everyone's creating content. So how do you stand out when others are using AI to just create content in mass scale? Because whatever you're creating, in many cases, you're going to see me too and duplicate versions of it. And if everything is looking the same, what's going to make you stand out and why should someone choose you over the competition? Yeah. So practically, if I think about if I think about the companies that stand out, let's say if you look at LinkedIn, the posts that really stand out, at least to me, are even on Twitter too, is when people share data. And so when people share proprietary data, it's like, hey, here's what we're seeing with our data over here. This is trending upwards. Like a good example of this would be my friend Patrick Campbell. He sold a company called ProfitWell. He would just share a lot of data around retention, around pricing, around churn. And people would really like that stuff and it would really stand out. And a couple of his threads would go viral on a Twitter, for example. And so data stands out, but also personal stories stand out too. And personal stories to me, like nobody can repeat the proprietary data that you might have, the data sets that you have, but also stories that you're sharing as well. People like to do business with people and they become invested in the stories that you're sharing too. And so if you have good stories to share, instead of trying to be interesting, go be interested in other people, learn their stories. You can share their stories as well, but also for you, think about how you can do interesting things, right? Instead of just trying to look interesting, just go do interesting things and go talk to interesting people. And not just data. I'm a big believer. If you can share experiences, that is how you're going to really stand out more than anything else. Because the problem with data 
and I'm with Eric on this. I used to create a lot of content with data. What I find is then a lot of other people start using the same data or they end up creating studies with similar data. And I can see AI already doing this in the future. But sharing your own personal experiences, that's going to be hard for AI to replicate. I think that's what makes things unique. And when I say personal experiences, it's the details that make the content stand out. Because when someone's actually been through something, they'll be able to share the details versus someone who hasn't been through it. Great example of this is I was reading an article from a friend, and I won't get into too much detail. They're good now, but they had cancer, and they wanted to share their journey. And when they broke down how they fell and everything that they were going through, it was just like, all right, unless someone's actually had cancer, you're not going to be able to get this detailed with the content. And I thought the content was really great. I'm happy for her in which she's good right now. And hopefully it stays that way forever. But nonetheless, it's those kind of experiences or those kind of details that you put within content that really makes it stand out. Here's the other thing that's kind of related to experiences too. When people make reaction videos on YouTube, for example, they're sharing their experiences to a degree. And so when I think about the YouTuber, he's he's got a large insurance company. His name is Patrick Bet David. He has a daily show where he's basically reacting to the news. And those tend to do well because he layers on his experiences in terms of how he grew up, how his worldview is. And so if you can, let's say as an example, I want to make an AI newsletter that basically curates all the other AI newsletters, right? What I can do is I can react to all the biggest news from the week. And so even though I'm curating stuff, I'm adding in my layer of experiences. And that might be helpful to get people to think about things differently. And so when you think, I I often talk about the peer groups such as EO or YPO. What tends to happen, let's say if Neil's facing a problem, what usually happens in the group is you're not allowed to share advice, but you're allowed to share experiences. And when you listen to an entire group, they've shared eight or 10 experiences, you tend to form your own thoughts, then you form your own actions, and then you go take actions on them. Usually people just need a little nudge. They need to think about things a little differently. And by you providing that, that's actually really valuable. Anything else, Neil? Yeah, a few other things. The first thing is, or another point that I want to end up bringing up is, You got to start focusing on content on topics that haven't already been beaten to death. One of the big reasons why a lot of people create content doesn't stand out, whether it's AI driven or it's non-AI driven, is they're talking about the same thing over and over again. For example, if I create an article on optimizing my meta tags, how many people have already talked about that? But on the flip side, Google just ended up releasing BARD to the public in mass scale, and they give examples of the queries that you can end up getting through Bard or even Google now. If you talk about how to adapt your SEO with Google's new algorithm and their new search results and how they're using AI for that, that's new, unique, interesting. I can share stats and data based on what I'm seeing with some sites. Are they getting more clicks? Are they getting less clicks? Is clicks not changing at all? What percentage of queries do we see this happening with? Like all these kind of things make it super unique and custom where people are like, oh, wow. This is interesting. I haven't read about that before. The second thing that'll allow your content to stand out is how can you end up integrating influencers? So for example, Tucker Carlson got fired from Fox. He's now creating his own show on Twitter. And the video that Eric and I were looking at the other day, I think it was 27 million views. It was something crazy. It was over 20 million views, under 30 million views. So somewhere in that range, either way, it's a lot. And it's a captivating audience. If you can partner with someone and bring in that personality into your business, that'll also make your content stand out. 
people love brands. And when I mean brands, I'm not just talking about corporate brands. I'm talking about personal brands. So how do you integrate other well-known people, whether it's Tucker Carlson or Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or whoever it may be, or LeBron James, and you may not be able to get these big influencers, but you may be able to get a micro influencer where just someone's just well-known in the space that can end up driving you more visibility versus just doing what everyone else is doing and just creating the same me too regurgitated content. Actually, to close it off on the Tucker Carlson note, so 27 million views on the video and 132 million or something like that on the post itself, so a good amount. And to Neil's point, Patrick Bet David, the guy I was talking about earlier in this pod, so it's, it's funny how this is all connected, he made an offer to Tucker Carlson for $100 million, I think paid over five years or something like that. And he was basically trying to do that. But Tucker Carlson knew the value of him just being independent, and basically he declined it, right? And so... You know, we're excited to see what he does and, you know, the influencer stuff works. We talked about experiences. We talked about sharing stories, data and things like that. You decide where you want to go with this, but marketing is going to get harder again. And I think that's a good thing. So that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, read, subscribe, and we'll catch you later. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday... My newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.